2: Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm currently here on my own. My mum has just texted on the group Table Manners WhatsApp saying I hate Dulston, so I don't know where she is. She may be stuck in traffic or she may just be mithering us as she does every day and as actually somebody pointed out on the uh, on the reviews because my mum is one of those people that rev- reads every review I learnt that a long time ago that you just don't read anything but my mum brought up yesterday that apparently somebody said that they're sick of hearing my mum be mean to me and I completely agree with that so thanks so much to that person that good Samaritan, thank you um, yeah we're waiting for mum I've got my baby here who's my co-host at the moment and he's not piping up just yet mum's late and if I was late like this then she would absolutely kill me and say Jessica a lot of times but yeah she's late she's bringing chicken soup we've got Mark Ronson coming today so we've decided to give him a completely Jewish meal mum thinks that he's very observant because he doesn't eat shellfish or pork so um we and it's Passover at the moment it's just the end it's finishing tomorrow so we've decided to do a Pesach Light lunch, full of uh, mum's chicken soup with matzo balls, and thank God for Panzer's Deli for coming to the rescue for a tired mum that is me. And I was given the um, task of making lacquers and I just couldn't be bothered. So I asked Panzer's to um, deliver some, and kindly they have delivered beautiful lacquers smoked salmon, sour cream, apple sauce, and. I really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Panzers. You're the best. Oh, and matzah, which is the best. You've got to have that crunkled into your chicken soup. And it's obviously the Passover matzah. Thank you, Panzers Deli, for coming to the rescue for me because I couldn't face frying up a load of latkes this morning. And I'm sorry, Mark Ronson, if that means that I haven't made enough of an effort. But I feel like my mum's chicken soup will suffice. Obviously, everyone. I feel like everyone knows Mark Ronson. He's been about for such a long time, even though he looks kind of ageless. So I know my mum's going to ask him about Amy and kind of talk wistfully about her and I I hope she doesn't say anything about it. I know she's going to go like Amy, like she's our family member. Um, and obviously he's just won a Oscar, a Grammy, a Golden Globe. I think he won them all, didn't he? Um, for Shallow um, from A Star Is Born. So I'm sure we can all talk about that. You know mum means business when she's bringing out the chicken soup. Look, Who else have we brought out the chicken soup to? Jay Rayner. Dermot O'Leary and Mark Ronson. Big players, ones that mum wants to impress. So, I mean, I feel like the chicken soup is a perfect route into uh, good gossip. Hi.
3: Hi, how are you
2: doing?
3: Hi. I'm I'm so pleased to meet you. Hi.
2: My mum and I are sick of each other because we did oh. we did a podcast oh, last night i wasn't gonna so say you that you just say i
3: fucking hate, I hate um, um, so okay
4: where do you live
2: clapham okay, <laughs> now you know why <laughs> right.
4: yeah.
2: mark ronson thank you so much for doing this when i feel like you have a really busy promo schedule at the moment
4: Actually, today's pretty mellow, and I'm just going to the studio after this, but yeah. No, I w- I've been wanting to do this for a while, so thank you for having so
2: me. So sweet. Pleasure. Did you do a yo-yo night last night?
4: We did this thing called Club Heartbreak. Which okay, is which like, you're
2: doing. Go on, yes, yeah, explain. which
4: is like a little bit in the theme of this new record, because it's... My record, Late Night Feelings, is a bit of like a... It's a breakup record, sort of, but from like a DJ's point of view. So it's kind of like emo dance music. Listen, it's nothing Wom- and not Wom- Wom- or whatever. T- teardrops kind yeah. of, it's kind of ones
2: you can cry on the dance floor. Exactly. Okay.
4: And any Drake or Robin song, pretty much. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so we did it. So we did one last night, like an impromptu one, and Seb came and played. And that's nice. why I had like the old yo-yo vibe. And Romy from XX played. Nice. She DJed the first one with me in LA because she was out there helping me work on my album.
2: And she, she's, yeah, she's written on the record, now.
4: She's written on the record and she wrote the Silk City song, Electricity Yes, Electricity, as well.
2: amazing, yeah, which was yeah. so huge.
4: Yeah, it was, it was You've cool. You've had
2: an alright few years.
4: I had, it's been, it's been okay.
2: <laughs> but I feel like if I have no life, but, but yeah. Oh, really?
4: Well, no, I mean, I just, I moved to Los Angeles because all my work was there. And, you know, I was traveling so much between London and LA and I just thought, let me just come here, it's, it's not maybe my favorite place to live, but I'll just work really hard put my mm. head down for like three or four years and and now I'm kind of at the tail end of that and trying to figure out if I want to stay there or not where would you go uh, I think New York
2: really New York I, is
4: like my hometown I love London I was born here but New York is the hometown
2: but i I mean do you still have the energy for New York
4: I think so yeah I like for you get, I feed off it but probably because I grew up most of my life whereabouts food, you're used to it in Manhattan uh, yeah on, uh, when we first moved there when my mom moved there I was eight we lived on 90th and Riverside and then we grew up like just around the Upper West Side yeah.
2: so where did you go for Jewish food when you were people's houses
4: or was people's houses There was there was there was a Delicatessen, that I think, is still there, the uptown called Fine and Shapiro, which was like okay. the kind of place you go get a vat of matzo ball soup, like, <laughs> you know, eight quarts deep. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then we would just go to Passover and Breaking the Fast and Friday night dinners at friends' houses mm. and friends of my mom's.
2: Is your mom a good cook? Um, I've met your mum. Yeah. We met How? at a grimmy party. It was before That's a Brit. Right. Was it before a Brit? It was
4: the night before a Brit.
2: Yeah, and your yeah. Ma- you brought your mum as your yeah. date. It was her birthday. And she was so yeah. glamorous and like she's really, yeah, she's really cool. like kind of erudite, like very glamorous and beautiful and lovely.
4: Yeah, she is.
2: But not a great cook.
4: She's not like she has you a few. You don't need to be in New York. No, she has a few specialties, I think, like like casseroles. Okay. I think I remember if it was at some point we would get casserole for breakfast before school. Sorry, the soundtrack that's of okay. my son
2: <laughs> gagging on my boob. Okay. Okay. He's Everyone has to get fed. Um, please, he could never suffocate from this boob.
4: He's very content right that's, now.
2: Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's casseroles.
4: Um, yeah, that was, you know, she had five kids, so for her it was about
2: oh, wow. three kids. Yeah. Where do you come in that?
4: I'm the oldest, so her and my dad had three then she remarried. Had two. So you're definitely like making a conner-sized food at that point. Like you want to like make something that goes in a giant tray and you can store it in the freezer. Yeah. So that was that was that vibe. But um, yeah. My uh, we had we had home cooked food.
3: Is your dad American too? My dad
4: is English, and he's he lives here. And your mum's American? No, they're both English. They're both English. Yeah, but my mum moved to New York when I was eight. My sisters were six. So yeah. But my family here is pretty, like, observe Friday night dinner all the time. And, you know, they're, like, pretty religious and stuff.
2: You make, I do you go so to bad. shul?
4: I do, but not, like, regularly. I found this kind of interesting. Usually I would be pretty cynical, this new-agey type shul in Los Angeles. Where, like, you go and everyone's wearing white and singing, like, songs by Martis Yahoo. And you're like, oh, this isn't... <laughs> wait. And, but there's a weird thing because you're like, wait, but... If you're in shul in the minute the songs are slightly pleasing to the ear, you feel like you're cheating. Like it's no, it's supposed to sound like rubbish and boring. I I always notice when you go to shul, there's everybody there up to the age of the bar mitzvah. Then there's like this giant hole from 13 so, to like 35 yeah, yeah. till people have kids. The thing that I thought was interesting about this this synagogue that I went to in L.A. was that like there was a lot of people in their like 20s and like it just had a youthful vibe. So I go there occasionally.
3: And did you have a bar mitzvah? I did, yeah. So was it a big American? It was
4: a really like goodbye Columbus, embarrassing American. Ah, affair. I want to you know?
3: know. Tell me what. So what time was your bar mitzvah? In the morning on the Saturday. It was
4: in the morning on the Saturday. Um, did you
3: have a lunch then
2: an evening thing?
4: You know it. Like okay. there was, and there was a there was a.
2: What was your entertainment? That's what I want to know. Well, there was. A, it must have been a it theme. was
4: in a fairly orthodox synagogue where, like most of the kids that I grew up with, all went to like slightly liberal synagogues, and they all had their Hebrew spelled out phonetically in English yeah, and that yeah, yeah. kind of vibe. So this was pretty full on. So like a lot of people who came to my bar mitzvah had never maybe seen a circumcision firsthand before, so they got to see that, which was nice.
2: Hon, you got circumcised? No, not your, me. No, oh, right. was I was just, like Jesus. No, no, no. It was like 13, the opening act. Oh, right. You're kidding, yeah.
3: oh, they do it on the mate.
4: Saturday morning. They do it Saturday
3: on the shore. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it
4: was like front row, don't wear white, <gasps> we said on the... No, I'm just but, um, there was. They do the, like a
3: public circumcision.
4: Yeah.
3: I've never heard of that.
4: I guess they just... Maybe it's not a regular thing, but I think it's like if the moil. I don't know. That was. Okay. It didn't seem shocking at the time. <laughs> now it seems slightly scarring. Best warm-up ever. Um, yeah. yeah. And then we had the lunch... You know, a lot of family from England and everything came in. And then there there wasn't, like, an entertainment like now where kids have, like, Jaw Rule and 50 Cent play at their sweet 16. things. But I jammed with DJ? my stepdad. Oh, you jammed. Had a, had a DJ. Were and you
2: DJing at 13 then?
4: No. No, I wasn't DJing okay. until a bit later. But my stepdad is a musician, you know, is in the band Foreigner. So we played Hot-Blooded. And then uh, I actually wrote a little two-page thing for this book bar mitzvah disco that came out like 10 years ago where people wrote about these extremely like ridiculous 80s and 90s bar mitzvahs so it kind of it's it's actually a funny book and there's some really embarrassing pictures of like kids in the 80s with like the blown out moose hair you know like 13 but um the thing i do really remember is that there was a statue of like it looked like a stone Amadeus who started suddenly break dancing to Rock Me Amadeus, like came wow. alive. So <laughs> that was like, that was like as over the top as Did it you have came. an
3: ice sculpture? We did it, Alex's
2: vomits. I think you that's did. where the budget, and, and the shit belly dancer that I literally... had a belly dancer con- with a big appendix. <laughs> <laughs> she was the most <laughs> pale woman I've ever seen in my life. And she was about 60. She, she probably had a few old. like
4: ribs taken out for the Maybe. craft.
2: So can you tell us about your Seda that you did this, this, this year? Yeah,
4: so we were in um, we were in the desert for Coachella because mm. I had to go because uh, I have this label in King Princess. There's this artist. Who's amazing. There. Yeah, she's really she's great. And it was her first Coachella, so um, I missed the first weekend, so I went out. And then Saturday, Ezra from vampire weekend said like should i have a seder because i'm out in the desert and i thought yeah that'd be nice it would be strange to obviously not have one um so so we threw it and it was it was a lot of jews a lot of non-jews a lot of confused people but just like passing around the Haggadah, like everybody just reading english hebrew whatever they could kind of manage and i think he filmed some of it for the video that they're doing for this life so i think there's like a bit of like a to it so it's uh, it was it was very cute,
3: but you could just go to Gelson's and get all the food I should have thought
4: yeah, yeah, no whoever prepared it did a good job. Yeah, so
2: you grew up with well There was five five of you siblings. Yes, but like were any of them good cooks did they kind of take Take
4: no, over with, from um, your mum in the kitchen I think we all took after to my mum in the fact that we don't really cook but I think that now that charlotte Uh, has had two children my Mm -hmm. sister Mm. she's getting into preparing food and i think like it's something i'm excited to do like i'd like to be able to have a couple go-to meals or something like that but um my dad who lives here he's like kind of the cook in the in the you know because he's remarried him out of him and my stepmom he he enjoys making like the sunday roast and chicken and he's got three kids here
2: but do you miss having Sunday? Do you like Sunday roast? I love it, Benny yeah. Blanco says it's his worst. He doesn't understand it. He thinks Thanksgiving meal, he just doesn't get it. Neither does Hannah. Really? She hates those big meals. I and It's I my it. favorite. My
3: well, favorite.
4: So. In LA, Sunday roast doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's so hot all the yeah. time, I guess. But yeah, I st- that's something I definitely miss about. And just like the communal spirit of the Sunday roast, like whether you're having it at home or you're going to some like big pub, it's just mm-hmm. such a nice part of like Sunday.
2: So you can't you, you can't cook at all. Or what? what I mean, what, I what can, can make, make like.
4: I mean, I can like. I have a couple of things. I was I was doing this paleo diet for a minute, so I learned yes. how to prepare a couple like pretty good things on it's that. Hard work though, right? It, it's a lot of preparation. So but what was your
2: paleo food?
4: I can make like these chocolate brownies that weren't brownies that you would swear were that were like just like date cacao powder and all this stuff like just some i, I mean i can grill a piece of sawfish or something you know
3: just. what's in your fridge then bottle of sancerre
4: well i ha- I have like seven people living in my house right now so there's a lot of things in the fridge because they're all a little okay. more um grown up in their eating habits but um yeah the fr- the fridge is pretty stocked.
3: Mark, why do you have seven people in your house
4: um because it's I, a big house because it's a big house and i'm not there that much so i have friends and musicians and kind of transient people that need somewhere to stay
2: that's kind of you don't you just want them all to clear off when you've come back from tour you or do you like it because it's not
4: i kind of don't really mind it i got this house when i moved to los angeles it's a little big for me because i was like not to get all morose but i was married at the time and I thought it was maybe the family house and then I'm kind of in it and you know, I've got a guest house and as I always have friends visiting from England or something or family, so it's nice.
2: I don't know how hungry you are. I'm actually really hungry. Can I or put the lacquers on? Sh- Can you put the lacquers on, Mum? Thank up, you. And the street, okay? What um what is your desert island meal? Last supper. Mum Mum read uh in the Daily Mail yesterday. Yesterday the,
3: yesterday Mum was executed in Texas
2: and they've cut back on the last supper
4: now. That he just has to have the prison food. <laughs> That's
3: terrible.
2: Well, he was <laughs> an arsehole. I think he was, he was, he was a horrible he'd man. done a disgusting thing. Oh really? So I don't know how you feel. I mean, I mum mum kind of thought maybe he didn't deserve yeah, I guess I'm
4: picturing like kind of like wrongfully executed like yeah. the wrong guy on trial <laughs> yeah, just yeah, want yeah. to and think well, no, this is a terrible guy. Yeah.
2: So yeah, what would be your Desert Island meal last supper along with a drink of choice?
4: Yeah. I guess there's two schools of thought, right? You want something that's going to take a long time to eat just to keep it going a little bit. I don't know if you're going to
2: take it it's very seriously. Yes, I like, guess. Like do you
4: get the seven course meal? Like, You whole, can like, go seven course. Yeah. Um, I my favorite. I think if I had to really just pick, it can it be like a favorite restaurant or is it favorite? It can be Anything. a favorite dish
2: from a favorite restaurant. It can be just go with it.
4: I, I really think that my favorite restaurant probably is this restaurant Bar P T. Oh, in,
3: I love oh, it. in yeah. New York, in yeah.
4: Yeah. Is yeah. it West? It's, it's West on Bleecker it? and it's yeah. On the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. I too love that place. And and I think I mean I've been eating there since I was like twenty years old. And there's, like, a few dishes in there. So there's the rigatoni piti there, which is, like, this turkey sausage cream sauce and peas, uh, which is really great. They have, like, you know, wonderful, like, sautéed mushrooms and spinach and puntarella salad and, you know, branzino. I'm not sure which one I would do on the last one.
2: But so, so what? That's your whole meal, meal from barbeque. You just basically go to Bar
4: um Or is that just the starter? Y- or they could bring it to the prison. or yeah, whatever. Fine. Yeah.
2: What would be your pudding? I
4: don't know why I'm treating this like this really thing. Like I'm definitely being executed. Like it's just, <laughs> just no, last, it's, 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 it's just fine. a desert. No, 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 no. It's desert island. Not desert last island. meal. Yeah, no, no, desert, desert island. island. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't
3: think about okay. execution. Okay.
4: okay. So, so maybe I won't carb load if I have to still live off the. And you want
3: to look good on the island. It's true. Just in case.
4: Yeah. So yeah, so that would be the that would be the meal for sure, and they have a really nice like chocolate mousse dessert. Yeah.
2: So it's basically this one place. I love that. I think so. Yeah. So where else do you love to eat in New York, or do you, is that the place you'll go? In New
4: of- York, I have like a couple super go-to spots. Raoul's is another great restaurant on Prince. It's know. a kind of brasserie that's been there since like the early seventies. Okay. Like a lot of history and it's very cool. Mm. Um, I live near the Odeon. Which is a, the classic sort of like, it was like the first restaurant really in Tribeca, the first um, McNally restaurant, like in the mid '70s. It's mm-hmm. like where all the Saturday Night Live like cast members Belushi and Ackroyd used to go for the after parties. It was like this folkloric. I like the places that have a little bit of history. Actually, is that kind like
2: of like Joe New Allen's York-y. was in, in the West End? You moved it. I really?
3: Down the road. It's really odd. Oh. Yeah.
2: Um sweet so you're a sweet or salty person?
4: Both. I mean I have a complicated relationship with sugar, I feel Why? like. And I well I just feel like growing up in England, this like kind of romanticized ideal of like Cadbury's chocolate, like it's good. Oh you just he just likes sweets. Like no one actually says like no you have a crippling addiction to sugar, which is that is what basically you have? Well, I think that's what we all have. I mean they've done tests with rats and test tubes before where they put Sounds cocaine like in one Sam. straw and sugar in the other and the and be. the rats go back to the sugar every time like I love sweets, biscuits, all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to exercise self control in those things because I like, you
2: might little bit. It's not a weight I, thing. It's no, just I think
4: it's just like I think helps. it's just something, yeah, that I just know that I like can overindulge in like anything.
2: So what's on your rider then? Do you have something on your rider that like you demand that? Well, not demand, but like um, you need that, like, your sweet fix.
4: No, but I remember when I first started coming back to England in 2007 when I had that album version out, and I hadn't been in England in a while, so I was like rediscovering my l- kind of you know my bond to this country. And I remember being asked in an interview what I missed about London. And I said, curly whirlies. Oh, nice. So you. people would throw them on stage and like, if you get enough velocity on a curly whirly, like while <laughs> you're yes. DJing, it can kind of be a bit like, you know, um, I also remember I used to play bass with Jimmy Fallon on tour. Like, did the, you like years, years love Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. And, uh, we would open up for the, we opened up for the strokes on this short, tour so jimmy of course was this like pretty boy on saturday night live all these rock fans either kind of like didn't mind or they hated him so we were playing this outdoor gig in uh Boca Raton for some reason, and they had sweets everywhere because it was an outdoor shopping mall. These hard candies, and I just remember like dodging hard candies for the entire duration of the that, set.
2: Isn't that like a Sephardic vomits for though? That's what they do. Yeah, they
3: know the Israelis throw sweets yeah. at yeah. the end of you when you said you mastered. Yeah. yeah,
4: I guess I really do have a complicated relationship with sugar. Then like either <laughs> ducking it or
3: when you came back in two thousand seven, is that when you worked with Amy? No, I worked like... with Amy
4: a little bit before that in two thousand six, <clears> but I had a album, uh, my first album that came out and didn't do anything in the States and had like a kind of minor hit here, the song Uwe. Oui. So I started to come back to England more and more and I was like, oh, it makes sense that I have like this bond to this place because I've never, I just never acknowledged it. I'd spent most of my life growing up in New York. So that's how I kind of was here more, met Lily Allen and Amy and just became a bit more entrenched in in london and then i kind of came back for good for 10 years
3: oh and then you've moved back again yeah Uh, so the music scenes is it more vibrant in la or here now
4: right now la has become Um, like an epicenter of just everybody's there and songwriting there's always going to be super interesting amazing things happening in london new york and all these other places the industry it feels like for making music is very much in L.A.
2: So um, this record comes out this week? No, it, it's, no it's June 21st. Oh, a okay, this is the single with out. Licky. Yeah, yeah. Is she, it Licky or Likey? Licky.
4: Is she Swedish? Yeah, no? so Swedish people say like Ljukke. Like, I can't even say it. Like the Y is like a kind of, yeah, but I, I just hear everyone say Licky. Do
3: you want soup? Yeah, Yeah, let's have soup. Are you a two matzo ball or what?
4: I could do two, I think. There's going to be a lot of slurping on these. Oh,
2: yeah, don't worry. It's okay. It's It's fine. And then we've got matzah crunching. So I like to crumble matzah into my chicken soup. Okay. You I don't mean, have I to do that. Cons- I've been I don't know. kind of a bit
3: awkward okay. kind of conservative in the portion. I much.
4: couldn't think of a meal that I would honestly rather have at this point. Like the oh, tiny good. bit hungover, emotionally t- depleted. Got it.
2: You just yes. needed to pick me up. Well, look, you can take a little vat home with you if okay. you want. Jewish penicillin, it really it does is. sort it out. My, yeah. I've, I've had so many situations where I'm completely well, neurotic and I'll lose my voice the day before a big show or something. My mum will be like... Chicken suits in an Uber. It's coming to you, and I swear it sorts you out. I don't know if it's just kind of a, you know, kind of don't placebo do you have effect.
3: We've actually got oh. some. Like, the okay. But this is Pesach. Have you got no, the red? I've got Pesach. Yeah.
4: Actually, um, do you know Casey Musgraves? Uh, the country, I, the uh, American I, I, country I, I
2: don't know her, but yes, I know of her.
4: She has this song "Slow Burn." You should, I feel like you should check it out. You dig it. But she came to Los Angeles to work about a year ago. And she got really sick, like literally the second she landed. And I was, I was kind of, you know, bummed because we've been planning it for a while and I was just dying to work with her. And then I said, "Can I send you anything? Can I send you like some chicken soup?" Yeah. And she was like, yes, She's like, "No, I'm, I'd take delicious like a That's delicious
2: pizza quality.
4: and some weed," which was kind of amazing. I was like, "Oh, she's she's fruit. very funny."
2: <laughs> Did you ever write together?
4: No, but... She was too stoned. We wrote the chorus to this song, this great songwriter named Elsie. Who, who I adore. Oh, yeah. so you I've know, written with so her. we never
2: got anything together, but... Um,
4: she wrote Nothing breaks Like a Heart, Lane, Things, and most of my record, you know, with the other people involved in... And,
2: and she's featured on your record, too. she's
4: featured, and she wrote this hook right there on the spot, kind of like, I don't need nothing but you and a little bit of weed. I can't get high without you. Like, really cute, like, good song, which may or may not be... On somebody's record soon.
2: Has there been a bit of a come down since kind of award season because that was so intense and wow, amazing. yeah, that's amazing. And you were just having to get up on stage every time.
4: You know what? Like the award season was incredible and it was completely surreal. Even so much to the point where like it's almost like I have a, like a tiny bit of a disassociative like thing with it. Like uh-huh. it feels like not like it didn't happen. I mean, I have like amazing memories of like being there with you know gaga and andrew white and anthony rossamundo and like sharing in that thing i think i was also pretty stressed like be finishing my album at the same time yeah. it wasn't like we we're going out and celebrating and then like taking a week off like it was like great we're gonna go this thing sunday night and then i'll see you at the studio at noon on monday like but it it was incredible i mean honestly the fact that winning an Oscar is so far from the realm of like whatever i ever had planned out like the G- grammy would have been like beyond the wildest dreams mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it, it's 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 an amazing thing and i'm super grateful for it but i'm not really one to kind of like sit back and like had you worked count- with lady
3: gaga before i had yeah, he did yeah. her whole
2: record oh did joanne whole-
4: we met i did her the album before that
2: i wish the florence song had been a single oh, yeah. That's a nice song. It's such a lovely song, and I love that kind of interaction that was on the film. I mean, I am obsessed with Gaga, especially after that film on Netflix. Like,
4: yeah, have you ever met her?
2: 40, no, okay. forty. Is it forty feet from? What's it? No, it's, it's five foot like two. F- five foot two. Forty feet, from, feet from the back, backing singer. Song yeah, yeah. five foot, It's so. It's so good, and it's all about them making the record. Was that quite hard to have cameras all the time? Because it Actually. kind of was a bit what's and all. Like you, you, you barked at her.
4: Yeah, because she was barking, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm the one like keeping everybody like at bay for you. Don't put me in with the bunch of the with the with the parasites." But we got so close during that record. Good. You don't really get to make records like that so much anymore. One producer, the artist, you, you get really to do it like. All clothes. the time. I get I feel to like do
2: it, you do it.
3: I do
4: it. I get to most. do it more than maybe certain other people. I mean, James Ford obviously does yeah. it. Um Yeah rick rubin i guess but yeah i so we spent you know really like five months in pretty close quarters and got like close like sibling close you know so yeah of course there's going to be like a moment where you're going to bark at each other but um yeah i really had a good time making that record
2: i Want to know? Did she ever cook for you? I can imagine that Gaga yes. would bring food to the studio.
4: She was she was really cooking. Like she'd call, she'd be late to the studio. She's like, sorry, I'm just marinating the chicken, and then she'd like come over and she'd like cook for everybody, even like the kind of engineers. She's like got that Italian kind of like den mother um, vibe.
2: Yes, so were you in Shangri La? Then
4: we're in Shangri La. It's so kind of uh, yeah, gorgeous. It's and
2: amazing. Yeah, it's um, it's in Malibu. It's Rick Rubin's place. Do you want another mat? I might get some. Yes. Yeah, oh yes, <laughs> mom. It's good. It's good. Oh good. It's gonna make him feel a bit better.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
3: Soup was then,
4: amazing. I don't know if I said that on the record, no, I don't the think soup you do. was you amazing. Just, thank you. Yeah, you need to thank say that. Thank you.
2: No, you don't.
3: <laughs>
4: well, it's for the mon- listeners,
2: I think, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's the one it's, thing I confidently make. It's fucking good, mum. Good, darling. She only brings it out for the big guns. Jay Rayner, we had. That is horseradish yogurt. Okay. But that I was is creme fraiche.
4: yes, thank you.
2: Um, how do you take your latke?
4: Um Sometimes with. Apple sauce sometimes with creme fresh. Uh, I mean me apple sauce, I, no, I don't need it, and you know what honestly, like a good latke sometimes is like nothing. I like latkes sort of like, especially for new york is is almost like a slice of pizza. it's like on the go food that you can walk with. So I don't don't Do you, mind.
2: Do you still Should go you to like what's it fresh? called, Finn and Shapiro?
4: No, fine and Shapiro. No, that's that's sort of uptown. There's a couple. There's Second Avenue Deli, which was I a really Second iconic Ab- place. I love
2: Is that place. Is it still there? Yeah,
4: it's on Thirty Third now. It moved. Yeah, but
2: the guy, someone was shot.
4: Yeah, the the original owner was shot. You know, it was oh. Do you want a, some
2: roe by the way.
4: Um, I'm okay, thank okay. you. And then the the one Russ and daughter's downtown is Love amazing. And, and then the cafe that they have yeah. is clever because they've sort of made a Can bit I'm of a
2: some,
4: Nouveau hipster spin on some of the like they've all got like slightly irreverent names like Hebe Toast or something. Yeah, or it's
2: I'm 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 guilty and I do go there. And when you come here, I don't think I've asked you this. I do have baby brain at the moment. So when you come here, where do you eat?
4: I have baby brain too. Do you? <laughs> and I have no excuse.
2: But yeah, where do you eat when you come here?
4: I love, um, obviously, Indian food because you can't get as much yeah. quality, the quality so of Indian so food in go the state. So you go for your Indian? Well, I mean, I love, like, just Dishoom and just for, you know, whatever, just where everybody goes. And then, obviously, the gym kind of, like, for the slightly fancier vibe. Yeah. And then there's a place called... The Regency Club, which is... In Wembley? Yeah, it's a little bit further north. Did
2: Jay Paul take you there?
4: No, but it became like a bit of a...
2: Like the Palmers all go there and... Yeah, yeah,
4: like Seb, Lily, like it's it's like this thing and they go and they call it... The, the nickname is the Cosmic Cutlet because they have a really good lamb cutlet. But, oh, right. Um, yeah, you just take the tube from... What is it near? Is it like Willesden? I can't remember.
2: Kneesden? It, no.
4: It's Queensbury.
2: Do you think you've got good table manners?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I think you have too. What don't you like in other people's table manners? Like, what's the worst thing that? I don't.
4: Well, I don't mind so much because I know not everybody was raised, especially like growing up in England where people are a little more strict, and then you go to America, it's like kids were, or like whatever it was. I understand that not everyone's like raised with the same rules, but more worse than bad table manners is people that are rude to waiters it's it's tough when you're out with someone that you like you've known for a long time and you've definitely decided in your head is a good person and then you have to like find that but well how do I justify that they're?
2: yeah I have to say those lacquers are very very good they're great what did you eat after you won the Grammy or the Oscar? Is there a memorable a, meal?
4: There was serving In and Out burgers at Brilliant. the party, and that was pretty amazing. In and Out burgers. How many burger did you have? I had two. Okay, I good. I was hungry, but uh, In and Out little. Yeah, In and Out was something that was like a real like when I first started going to LA. It was such a special treat because it's such a great burger. And then when you live there, you can no longer treat it like you can't have it all the time because it's. But it, that is something pretty great. Jesse,
3: yeah. what was that other burger we heard about that all the rappers eat?
4: Fat burger? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Who said about fat burger? Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland yeah, yeah. said about it, and yeah, And yeah, yeah. they
4: do the Impossible Burger there now, too. Oh, the, the vegan doing, one. They're doing it, and that's really good. Umami Burger has a really good Impossible Burger.
2: Jesse, what are you
3: going to do about Mark's Sugar Fix? What have you got? Fuck there's, all. There's some yeah.
2: peaches.
3: No, we've got some... For,
2: ca- yeah. Oh, no, because he's doing Passover. Um, I'm
4: actually really okay. I'm I've got full. some I'm, chocolate. I'm really full. Like okay. This is great. All right, fine. So I what, Two bowls of soup, like two of those, two of them. Mum,
3: why did you just stitch me up? just off? wanted to <laughs> put There's it out There's an orange segment. I, I would have I tried a little I hope I don't day. look
4: ungrateful. Like, you know that I've really got okay, no, yeah. lip service. No, you don't service. look ungrateful. Put, no, put, no. you really look
2: work. like right. you've got an
3: appetite.
4: Yeah.
2: And, like, what? where will you eat for your last meal tonight?
4: Tonight, do, I'm gonna be, be in, in the studio, in studio so, so maybe I'll it? try and see my dad. But I, my dad and his kids here, my brothers and sisters live here, have a, a couple go to restaurants. Um, La Familia, do you know that Italian yeah. restaurant? Yes, yeah, I haven't been girl. there for years.
2: Hannah actually made this go her for favorite her. place, yeah,
3: because yeah. Kylie Minogue always went there. That's, <laughs> that's
4: super vibey. Um, in Chelsea, yeah, my dad. Was a massive Chelsea fan, so that's always like on the way to. Football. Are you? I grew up by kind of default, of course, and I, and I do like Chelsea, but I don't know a lot about football, and like I hate people that like. Oh, so you don't get up in
3: the in the morning to watch the match? No, oh, okay.
4: But I'll go see a match here if I'm. Here okay. Will take me unless, and if they lose, he won't take me back for a year because he's like superstitious. He thinks that I ruined
3: it. How oh, funny!
2: <laughs> Can I just ask what your your Uber rating is? We ask everyone. Uh,
4: do you I, take Ubers? You know what? Actually, it a really odd thing. I was dropping a friend home. Actually, my ex-wife and and uh, I got out the car, and he kept the car. She kept the car going, and she told me later that day that when once I got out, the guy was like, "He seems really nice. Why is his rating so low?" Oh my God! So oh my I think I think what I do is I get a little impatient like when they start when they see look like they're <laughs> driving towards you and then they're driving away and then they're doing that thing where they're going like they look like a newborn baby fawn like kind of like ju- ju- ju. and uh so I I cancel sometimes and I'll they me- like reorder yeah, which I mean, takes neither. longer. It's so stupid. But um I'm never rude or disrespectful once I'm in the Uber but I think my rating dropped because I've just got quite a lot of cancellations.
2: That is so funny. you said it to ex wife them. too that's brilliant. I hope she yeah. stood up for you.
4: Not
3: sure.
2: <laughs> was she an ex then, or
3: was she a current then?
4: Uh, I think that was we were still together. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, Mark Bronson, thank you so much for doing this. I hope we've kind of, you know, helped you through a busy day. And it's, thank you.
4: It's great. It really was lovely to talk, and the food was excellent. Thank, thank you
2: me. for having two bowls of chicken. Soup.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. I That's four bowls. Four mats of you, balls. You
3: could four be- mats of balls. Yeah.
2: It's a hey. full matcha ball boy. You're, like Ed Sheeran was a four sausage ball kind yeah. of boy. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I think matcha okay. balls are more. Refined.
2: And they were eight inch like sausage. I mean, it's greedy yeah. bastard. Yeah. But no, I appreciate you having four balls, and okay. and I think you should be a therapist. Okay. Or like have a this American Life kind of episode. Put your people voice, to sleep with. No, your the voice. voice is very soothing. Okay. Great. It's okay. such a great. Cause, and it's it's made us like take our. Voices down a few decimals. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah we, well, so we, I we feel are, like you've really actually, calmed us down. Right? I feel yeah, like you're probably, a mediator. Yeah, he
3: could be therapeutic because we've not even argued this. No, we've just show. kind of been in yeah. like uh, a yeah. kind
2: of trance.
4: I think that's one of the good things about a good tool to have as a producer to make people feel quite calm and at ease yeah. around yeah. you. Yeah, so I'm like horizontal,
2: I'm ready for a schlough. <laughs> I feel really relaxed. I I feel very
3: relaxed because his voice was so soothing. The Mark Ronson effect.
2: The Mark Ronson, yeah,
3: he's calming. We didn't conflict resolution. We didn't even argue, darling, while he was here because he was so calming. I know. Yeah, I might. I really like you yes
2: i like you too darling he was so much taller than i thought he was. i know be. but Mum, that when you said god you're taller and he went i'm sorry No, Mum, it made him probably think that you thought he was a little short ass i did i did think he was short but he
3: was tall he was kind of really noticeably lovely and tall i mean he was lovely and tall jesse sorry what
2: now that? he's gone i can eat so i can eat a pastry did, uh,
3: ho- so glad we did kosher pesach food He was
2: proper pesach mum your chicken soup was out of this world today good darling four balls um ronson four balls ronson do you want to keep it yes of okay. course i do <laughs> all right um no that was really calm and i'm gonna have a really relaxed day after that yeah i hope he writes a banger i'm sure he will thanks for listening oh, yeah. <laughs> See you. Peace out. Chill. The music you've listened to on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser and Table Manners is edited by
3: the wonderful Alice Williams.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.